At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Welcome you in. It is primetime action on this Wednesday, July the 20th, 2022, here from the South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. Jeff Parles joins me on the desk. Kelly Midland behind the glass for, uh, for the most depressing day in sports viewing all calendar year. But that doesn't mean we're not going to have fun tonight, Jeff. Hey, we just had a great 10-minute conversation about professional athletes that went from, went from pro to the military. So, yeah, we might take up an entire segment of that we, tonight. Yes. I've been talking about it for the past 45 minutes. We somehow got on the topic of Todd Coffey, great former I, I, Cincinnati I totally, Red reliever. I, I, I totally malapropped. Complete <laughs> malapropped, and we didn't even get start, start the show yet. Rare, rare that you see that before we even get on air, and Jeff has already made a, a blunder. Just you guys weren't able to actually uh, see that. Uh, speaking of baseball, at least from last night, it ended up being, Jeff, where all the action we had of the game was while we were on the air because the, uh, the AL wins for the ninth straight year, 3-2. to two. It is a Giancarlo Stanton MVP win, and how about this? Tony Gonsolin, the best stat of the night, though, was that Tony Gonsolin, who was one of just 10 players in Major League history to start a season with 17 consecutive starts without a loss, he is your losing pitcher in the All-Star game. And as you said last night, Jeff, toughest lineup he's faced so far. No, I mean, it was a stacked lineup. It was. I mean, these teams are loaded. I, again, I, I those in-game under numbers we were looking at, yeah, those all came home. Every yeah. single under number ended up getting home because remember, besides the first five, remember, yes, correct. The first five didn't get there, but remember the in-game total ballooned after the first inning. So anything you got in-game obviously got home, and and in the end, guys, I'll sum it up this way: it was an all-star game. Other than the the players being mic'd up, it was thoroughly unwatchable. And I am very excited to have real baseball back tomorrow. 
they're so bad. Like, are, 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 all the All Star games are. Terrible. I know. Is there? I was just gonna say, is there any All Star game you watch more than twenty minutes of at home? The NBA one, I will, because that's another one where we. It's always the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we're so inclined to watch things on Sunday, obviously, for twenty-one straight weeks, and that's the only thing that's on is the NBA All Star game usually. So I'll sit down and watch that. And then about halfway through the second quarter, I'm like, why am I still watching this? I only need to watch in the fourth quarter when the Elam ending pops up. So that's, that, I mean, that, that's what I was going to say. That, that's the only one I watch, and it's for 10 minutes at the very end of the game. Like, it's, yeah. you favorite- can get rid of these games. Bring back the, remember, like, the NFL skills competitions they would do and stuff? Like, the 40-yard yeah. dash races and stuff? Bring all that stuff back. It's way more fun than these games. My favorite tradition, though, is when the MLS All-Star game, it would be MLS All-Stars versus, like, Bayern Munich, and they would lose 6-1 every year, and it was just a great <laughs> exhibition of MLS getting dunked on for two hours in their own All-Star game. That's the only tradition I Oh, that's I actually enjoyed. something to bet on tonight, by the way, Ben. That is the only thing is that, that the, I, is I, that it? So can the, you run down what we actually have yeah, that's bettable As Jeff immediately reaches yes, for his right phone. To the, I'm going right to the phone here and going to a book that I actually know has this up. Oh, this, is, this is great television right here for, for, for me right out of the gate. Oh, we do have live tennis, by the way, right now, actually, Ben. So if you want to bet on uh, Instad. Uh, uh, Emilio Nava and Vasco Papasil, you could bet Vasek on that. Pospisil, double special. Yes, there you go. Papasil is a big underdog right now. Yeah, he's so. not any good at singles. <laughs> so, he's a double special. So there you go. All right. I got to go to the, the international soccer tab here and see where these are. Well, we do have Argent- Argentine and Brazilian okay. league soccer, which I'm not going to advocate betting on. But there, there are a few exhibition soccer matches, Ben, that you know because all the a lot of the good Euro teams are over here playing preseason right now. That's so right. you have Bayern Munich in D.C. tonight taking on D.C. United. You want to lay two with Bayern? With Bayern's C team? I probably, I probably still nah, I'm good. But I'm not, I'm not actually. Total is four, by the way, on that game. We've got three games in the basketball tournament tonight. That's yes, right. Yes, a TB- bunch of regional finals. CBT. You lose money there as well. CBT. Uh, yeah. Arsenal in Orlando City. Wouldn't it be very Arsenal to go, go to Orlando and lose outright? Yeah. I, I that, know. Would be, that would be Arsenal starting well, very It's really easy to get wrapped up in a crazy night at Epcot, okay? <laughs> yeah, be careful there. You want, you want Orlando, if, if FC, Orlando City FC plus two, Kelly? There's a man uh, who knows it's Kelly Bidlin. There's also uh, the, the Women's Copa America tonight, guys. Col- Colombia is a favorite over Chile, and then Paraguay is a favorite over Ecuador. Bet that as well. Kelly, when do we step in and just save Jeff? From, I, again, from I'm just going through okay. what's even around yeah, here. That's fair. I, I, I mean, I, he's running out, Ben. I only have one left anyway, and that's okay. Man, Man City against uh, Club America, America tonight. Club America, yeah. yes. One of League it, MX's really, uh, most historic clubs. I saw a bunch, a bunch of the people that we work with talking about this. We mentioned this a little bit last night, but I saw a bunch of the people we work with tweeting about this today. This is a very failed day by the WNBA. And, Definitely. Uh, I mean, we, we talked about last night. There's a game this morning, but you don't have, any, have anything going on tonight. I don't, anybody who watches this show constantly knows that I've been complaining about sports leagues and their uh, scheduling. Basically all of them, every sports league. Nobody, nobody somehow is is safe from this. They all make some major mistake at one point during their scheduling throughout the entire year. And this being the, the prime example. This would be don't, a great well, Don't worry, Jeff. We're going to talk soccer. We'll have Premier League yes, futures we we're going to get into a little bit later on. There is a golf tournament that starts tomorrow. 3M Open, as we found out last night. No longer the 3M Championship. 
Thanks to Kelly Bidloop with the assist there. We will do our full one and done golf draft. See and Ajad going to join us as well because there are a couple more defectors that come out today officially to the Live Golf Tour. We'll get to see his, uh, his legal thoughts on that as I'm not sure there's really anything legally to add, though. It's just more guys who continue to leave, including Henrik Stenson, the, uh, the presumed Ryder Cup captain who called it a dream job mere months ago, Jeff, and he's now turning the other cheek because, well, he get paid, it gets paid a lot of money. Ben, sorry to change the subject real quick. Thank you to the NBA for actually giving us some news tonight. Yeah. Uh, from Adrian Wojnarowski, James Harden has agreed to a two-year, $68.6 million deal, including a player option to return to the 76ers. We figured this would happen, Kelly. Yeah. But now we know the actual terms of the deal. What did James Harden say the other day? Whatever was left over. Yeah, whatever was left over. Whatever was left over, (laughs) a.k.a. no one wants to pay me $50 million a year. Yeah, Jeff, he's going to do everything he can for the team. He said, Daryl, you go out and sign whoever you need to. I'll just take whatever money's left over. (laughs) You do what you got to do to make this team a champion, and I'm going to be right there having your back. That, that's that's what you say when you're it, James Harden has hit that that we're past the pinnacle of his career and on the way down. These are the things you start saying when you're on the way down. I, I think so. So how much was left over by, by in the parlance of seventy six or money there, Jeff? So I guess what, two years, sixty eight point six million dollars, so thirty four million a year left. That's, that's what they were able it? to cobble together in the old the old treasure chest for James Harden. All right, good for James Harden. Good for James Harden. That that went on too long. Yeah, I yeah. I would agree. That is at least, but as you point out, that is at least some news. Uh, like I said, though, we'll have golf talk. We will be joined by Tim Brando this hour. We'll talk some college football, um, early preseason thoughts, some general conference realignment stuff there uh, with Tim. We've got a lot of baseball as well. Again, kind of how we talked about last night. If you missed us on the show, we did some yes-no playoff odds. We'll talk about that on the American League coming up. We'll also talk some fun uh, rest-of-season props where we've got team to win the most games all season. So interesting things we can bet on now at the at the halfway mark. The only other baseball thing I was going to throw at you, Jeff, from last night was probably the most fascinating storyline of the All-Star game was not the game itself, but after the game when we found out that Juan Soto was forced to fly commercial (laughs) cross-country by the Washington Nationals as a a measure of spite for not wanting to sign their $440 million contract offer. So they flew him. Not only did they fly him commercial, I mean, that's that's what, an IAD to LAX, like a a five-and-a-half-hour flight, Jeff, commercial? On United, on too. United, not to throw United <laughs> under the bus, but there have been a lot of travel delays. But that's uh, that, wow, and wow, that's it's not a lot of legroom. We, we saw the story over the weekend that the A's didn't want to fly Paul Blackburn privately, and he was about yeah. to get a flight from Houston, and the Astros who were going like, no, 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 you're you're coming with us. And they put him on on the private plane. Well, yeah, I mean, so, but like, the, like, the again, A's stadium's infested with uh, feral cats. So, like, you know, <laughs> we, we can understand that one a little bit better. No, but it's yeah. just it's just it's just silly. And also, I will say, take that story slightly with a grain of salt, because the only angle we have heard on that story so far is from Scott Boris. So that's a good point. That could also be one of those that ends up being a little bit not all that it appears to be. But if that is what it is, that's pretty sad in all honesty. Hopefully it's oh yeah, hopefully it's just sort of the blowing steam from from the agent perspective. More more likely than that yeah, probably do. is that. We also have some minor NFL things. These are not by any means groundbreaking stories coming out today, Jeff. At least with Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers they've officially given both of his agents permission to request a trade. Again, these are just sort of procedural things we were expecting would happen uh, and the Niners are still expected to play this thing slowly, exercise caution from him as he makes his recovery uh, from injury and starts the throwing program. But all signs are that he's on track. Now it becomes, we saw the report, there was a report in The Athletic over the weekend, Jeff, that the both the Seahawks and Texans were 
were viewed as long shots at this point for Jimmy G. But again, nobody, nobody really has any idea at this point. All right, let's just go with those two teams you just mentioned here. The Niners are not trading him within a division. It's not happening. That's why you mentioned it's a That's one. long shot. That's there. one. Yeah. And then if you're the Texans, why? I know there's a New England connection there, but and that's really with the Casario only connection. there, of course. Right. But why? Yeah, aren't you in full tank like, mode just, for just quarterbacks three, next go, year? Yeah. Go three and fourteen and hope the Falcons don't beat you to the bottom. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've th- already th- th- that's you've pretty much be. stated that too. With, yeah. uh, you're putting Dave, you're rolling Davis Mills out there again. Yeah. With really no, I mean, we we did this on thirty-two teams, thirty-two shows. The depth chart. Behind him, it, I mean, it, it's going to be Davis Mills for probably at least half the season. Brandon not Cooks longer. and nobody else. And there's not many options there. So, we'll remain to be seen what happens with Jimmy G. The other team that has been rumored amidst all this was Cleveland and comes out today. They are apparently bracing for uh, an eight-game eight, eight suspension for Deshaun Watson. Again, uh, the latest of this saga where you just kind of, as you do, you just sort of throw your hands up and say, okay. It should be a full season, but wait, wait, I, I don't think Until we have any clear, concrete evidence, there's really nothing really to add onto that. It's just Browns can say whatever they want. They could say they're bracing. They could pull the Kyle Shanahan and say they're just trying to trying to be alive just, tomorrow. Just make, it, make it to the next day alive, yeah, right? I, I mean, mean, that's pretty much where yeah, we're but, at. But, but we are at the point, though, that unless if – the only thing I can think of, and I know they have Terod Taylor there, but if the Giants get out to a brutal start, maybe. But even then, that doesn't make maybe. much sense. That's yeah, that's it. Those are your top stories on a on the lightest sports day of the calendar. Don't worry though, we got a lot still to come on primetime action. We'll talk some more yes/no MLB playoff odds. We'll switch to the American League next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season. For your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes, head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It is our number one. Just getting started here on primetime action against the one bit of news we had to start the show. James Harden, if you just are joining us now, two-year, $68.6 million deal to return uh, there to Philadelphia from Adrian Wojnarowski. So, hooray for James Harden. And that's about it. Thank you, Jeff. Golf clap. Yeah, a little golf clap, golf clap there for that deal finally being done. Finally being done. Yes, our one piece of breaking news on this lovely uh, the, the Wednesday of All-Star Week. But baseball does get back underway tomorrow. So, it's, again, we're, this is just one night, Jeff. And we did this exercise last night talking about the yes-no make the playoff odds in the National League. Let's turn to the AL because when you look at the wild card standings right now, Tampa Bay, game and a half lead. They are the number one wild card team. Mariners a half back, and then you have Toronto currently occupying that final wild card spot. And then there's uh, there's some other options after that. Boston two back, Guardians two and a half back, White Sox Orioles each three and a half back. Let's start with the team that is the they didn't even make the graphic, but they are a team that is right now occupying that third and final wild card spot. Jeff, the Toronto Blue Jays, who you can you can get right now plus 370 to miss the playoffs, minus 500 is what you'd have to lay for the yes. And they just fired their manager, second team to do that this season. So Charlie Montoyo out, and it's a team that has the 13th toughest strength of schedule still to go. Jeff, you uh, you sort of, sort of uh, I don't know, at least gave some, gave a lean that you might be interested in playing the no on Toronto Blue Jays, even though, based on the odds board, they're, they're not even listed. It, it appears as though they're shooing, but yet they're only a game uh, game from safety right now. They're, uh, they're the team with the highest ceiling. And they've always been the shortest of this collection of teams in any futures market. And I think that's part of the reason that you see the numbers the way they are. You're going to give me, what, what, plus 375 right now? Plus 350? 370. Yes, yeah. 370? I think that's pretty good. The one problem is because Seattle's not going to win – Every game they play the rest of the season. Are we sure, are we sure about breaking that? Breaking news okay. on that one. But Seattle probably is closer to what we, what they should be at this point now, nine games over 500 after this 14-game winning streak as opposed to what they were beforehand. And it doesn't matter if Tampa doesn't have Wander Franco for almost six weeks because Tampa always defies expectations. Even though I think the Rays are worse than they've been in the last few years this year, You're still going to make the playoffs. So the big question is, all right, those two are in. Who's going to catch Toronto? Will Minnesota fall out of the AL Central lead but still be able to hold off Toronto for a wild card? I don't think so. I think the AL Central is a one-bid division. 
So then that leaves us the Red Sox and the Orioles. The big problem is I'm not sure the Red Sox, the Orioles are not good enough, and the Orioles played above their heads for during that, that big winning streak. I don't think the Red Sox are good enough. I don't think the Red Sox are good enough to outplay Toronto by multiple games in the second half. They'd have to outplay them by three. Toronto's going to end up with the play, mm-hmm. with the with the, uh, the tiebreak over Boston more likely than not because there's no game 163 anymore. So, again, that price is probably, when you go through it as a whole, probably right. But I would rather have a no ticket on Toronto than I would like an, an AL championship in mm-hmm. 10 to 1. Well, and this is the classic case, too, of I think everything you're talking about, you're, you're thinking in the right right mindset. It's just... When you have so many alternate ways to bet this, there's probably a better bet that can be made in another market. Whereas I look at, say, the now all the books have posted here the in-season win total. So Toronto's has been repriced at 88.5. They're on an 87-win pace right now, Jeff, and yet they have, look, three starters from their five to begin the season who have been either huge disappointments. You could really throw, if you want to count in Jose Barrios, it's a major disappointment as well. That's a fourth of their five opening day, uh, five opening day rotation starters where Yusei Kikuchi, Nate Pearson... They're uh, they're both on the aisle right now. Hyunjin Ryu, he's uh, it's going to end up being a, a net nothing for him. Has to go down. Has Tommy John surgery, so he's done. This is a team that is for as good as they are offensively, and they still do great out as a top uh, top nine offense in basically every offensive category outside of stolen bases, and they don't run because they don't have to. But it's a starting pitching issue, Jeff, where they're not all that deep. Bullpen has been uh, has been very solid for the most part with uh, Jordan Romano, one of their all star closer, who has been very good at the back end. But that's one of those markets where instead of taking a plus three seventy, I, I just wonder where things do start to fall off. I'm still I'm still not convinced that the AL Central gets more than one team. Like if the White Sox number was a little bit longer, I made this case over the weekend, and this was before they won three or four, and their number shortened significantly. At the time, the White Sox were in still like that plus one seventy five to win the AL Central range. And they were also plus 150 to miss the playoffs. And I, I made the case. I felt like you, you really could actually get there betting both on them to miss the playoffs and to win the AL Central. You could obviously get middled if they were to make a wild card. I just didn't feel like there was any in-between there. It was either White Sox were going to catch the Twins or they were just going to miss the playoffs entirely. I don't, wouldn't really advocate for that now because, it's, as you see on your screen, White Sox are just plus 115 on the note, and they're down to plus 125 to win the division. So, to me, Toronto, if there's a play there, it's just take the under on the in-season win total, 88 and a half. That's, that's, that appears to me, Jeff, to still be a pretty, pretty lofty number for them to get to. They probably still get to 85, and that's probably still good enough to get a wild card. I would say so. I would say so. Again, it's it, it really does for the yes-nos. It just, just comes down to, because you see Boston there. Boston's minus 120 to make the playoffs still. You're probably in a scenario where, well, actually not probably, you are in a scenario where you're going to have multiple teams that you have to lay a price with here right now that are going to miss the playoffs. And we talked about the NL yesterday, and it's the same thing on that. Again, Ben, the one, the one thing with Toronto that kind of scares me, flipping to them real quick, with bringing up that under win total that you just did. They are the one team that is capable, if they're starters, remember they have had a below average first half from Berrios, who is supposed to be their, their either their ace or their co-ace this year. Hasn't happened. Gosman has been up and down. There's some injury mixed in there as well. Manoa obviously was an all-star. But if they get some more consistency from their starters, they're going to have a real shot to really make a big push in the second half. So to contradict what I said, and I understand that, 
there are plenty of pros for Toronto why mm -hmm. they could end up running away and hiding with the four seed and end up being that one wild card team that actually hosts in the wild card round. And that's also made clear too. You look at this board and you're probably thinking to yourself, wait, so there's three wild card teams, but like every one of these teams except Cleveland has got a minus number. Like you have Toronto. I mean, Toronto's a minus 500 favorite, not even on our list. Tampa's on there. Mariners are on there. Now, between the White Sox and Twins, that's partially because one of those teams and the Guardians, to an extent, could also win the division. But you're essentially looking at a situation here where there are going to end up being four different teams with pretty vast minus numbers. Only three are going to make the playoffs. So you're already kind of getting cheated out of the value a little bit, even by taking Boston. So it's, it's, it's again, yeah. you look at it, and I know, Kelly, you've got that look on your face. Like, man, these, well, these numbers are just not really enticing Like whatsoever. To your point, though, there's just take the AL East alone. So right now, what, you have four AL East teams that are all favored to make the playoffs? I mean, I, I know it could happen, but yeah. still, it's a little absurd at this point in the year. Well, the, the one problem with these numbers, and again, shop around, you're, you're, there's six playoff spots. The Astros and the Yankees are guaranteed at this point. So you have seven teams favored to make the playoffs right now? Six, uh, six other teams, if, yeah. if, you, if you include the Toronto. Yeah, six yeah. for four spots. Yeah, so it's just one of those where, again, shop around, see if you can do a little bit better in the pricing, as always. But, again, I would, I would consider a big bomb on Toronto, no. But in the end here, I think Boston, if you're getting an even or a plus price to miss the playoffs, is probably the best bet there. Toronto in Boston starting starting out this weekend. So that it, Look, and it's all those AL East teams. Boston, look at the strength of schedule. The eighth most difficult. All those AL East teams are going to be in the top half of most difficult schedules because of the division they play in. From the Red Sox angle, though, the, the Chris Sale piece of this has to be factored in as well because right before the All-Star break, his second start back fractures the uh, pinky in his pitching, pinky finger in his pitching hand, Jeff. And so we really have no idea what the timetable is. And that's got, if you are a believer at all in Boston, you got to think, right, you're at least getting something out of Sale in the second half. That's kind of what everybody, every prognosticator was predicating Boston's success coming from was the return of Sale in the second half. We have no idea now what we're getting out of sale. I mean, it could be next month. It could be September. And it's, I mean, that is a very tough injury to come back from. We're seeing, I mean, we've seen the same thing happen with Jacob deGrom. And his, he, he had, what, more uh, muscle tightness. So, like, his, his timetable gets, keeps getting pushed back. I don't know how you can feel all that confident with Boston, and especially when, as we just pointed out, the numbers don't really reflect all these teams getting minus prices in front of them. I don't know how you'd be confident laying that minus 120 right now. I really don't. All right, I'm, I'm sidetracking this for a second. If it's not the Astros or the Yankees, who wins the who wins the pennant? If I'm still, I will still go out to my grave if, saying if Tony Rulusa gets fired in Chicago, the White Sox <laughs> could win the AL. <laughs> if they just you added La another Russa. if to my already what if question though. We'll say Tony Rulusa yeah. is there the whole time. I, it, I mean, the the Rays could do something ridiculous. Prisoner in a moment or not in Seattle? Okay. Okay. Ray, the Rays could could do the new could do the new wave Ned Yost bunt for October strategy just <laughs> just with their bullpen instead. Hey, they bunted all the way to a World Championship. So I mean, they did bunt their way to a World Championship. Those Kansas City Royals. Ned Yost. Wow, what a guy. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Those are our thoughts. Al, yes, no, make or miss the playoffs. I think my favorite thing though, Toronto under the win totals that are out right now. We'll talk more wins next here on Primetime Action. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. 
Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We're back on primetime action with Kelly Bidlin, our producer behind the glass, and Jeff Parles on the desk. I'm Ben Wilson. I also I did see Jeff during the last break that uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game, lowest ratings in history. Presumably because everybody was watching our stack of $20 bills being wagered. Good point. That would make sense. I would have to imagine, Kelly. Like, yeah. what other explanation could there be besides the just bad Oh, baseball? it's very simple. America misses Joe Buck. Oh, <laughs> it is. Is it really? Did I hear, like, the 90th All-Star game last night or something? That probably is right. They've had a lot of all That's absurd. Like, they were rolling these out well, in, the, in the 1940s well, and well, stuff. Well, again, remember, as Pete Rose said ye- yesterday to us, Kelly, there was pride in this game at one point. Like, there, there, there was, like, a deep caring of the All-Star game. Now it's just yeah. it's an exhibition. The first MLB All-Star game was 1933, Kelly. As part of the World's Fair that year. <laughs> you want to guess where it was? Here's your flying machine and a couple guys playing baseball out there. Where would the World's Fair have been, Kelly, New York. in 1933? New Jersey. Uh Yes, they had the All-Star game in, in New Jersey. Wherever, yeah. uh, wherever Jeff was born. Oh. Wherever Jeff was born. That would be Chicago, initiated by Arch Ward, the then sports editor for the Chicago Tribune. Connie yeah. Mack was one of the managers in the game, so I guess sure. he managed in the suit. Probably. Would have made sense. As Pete Rose said, when, 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 the, when it still mattered, when pride still mattered in the All-Star game. So, yes, lowest ratings for last night. But coming out of the All-Star game, we will now see a couple of teams, at least on pretty historic what, did you notice something else? No, this week? is great. So, of course. The first, this is the first official All-Star game, but the first recognized All-Star game was the Addy Joss benefit game. Oh, yeah. He, when he, he died suddenly, right? Correct. He was like yes. a 25-year-old yes. pitcher for Correct. the Cleveland Naps, Correct. if I remember right. And the cre- very good Ben. Look at Ben Wilson. Wow. Look at Ben Wilson. I, wow. I don't know why I know that, but I do. <laughs> I, didn't, I understood like half of what you just said. Wow. That was impressive. That was very good. The American League All-Stars beat the Cleveland Naps that day 5-3. to three. Yeah, he, he was famous for his, uh, his. I think he was the first spitball guy. Yes, I, I, I think Ben is correct on that. Yeah. The I human don't hairpin. Ask me wh- don't ask me why I know that. It's a great nickname, Kelly. Yeah. Lead, I, 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 that is very impressive that you pulled that out of nowhere, Ben. That was very good. <laughs> League Park in Cleveland, Ohio is what I'm seeing now that I, now that I do uh, look up Addy Joss Benefit Game. Okay. Well. Cleveland Naps, what a team. As far as the teams, at least here on our, on our list, you can bet on this stuff, Jeff. Who will have the most wins in Major League Baseball? It appears on the surface to be a two-team race. The Yankees, plus 115. The Dodgers, plus 180. Astros, give them a puncher's chance. Four to one there. You see the records as well. So the Dodgers, they're only two back in the loss column. They have two more games still to play uh, than the Yankees do down the stretch here. If we're, if we're just going strictly by... Strength of schedule as well. Yankees sixth toughest schedule. Rest of the season, Dodgers twenty first. Am I weird, Jeff, in thinking that the way you actually have to handicap this is to first figure out what the Padres are going to do in the second half of the year? Because to me, this all this all comes down to how much are the Dodgers pushed in the month of September to actually win the division? Kind of like what we saw last year, where San Francisco kept pushing and pushing, and then San Francisco actually went and screwed around and actually won the division. Because that is what this comes down to to me. I certainly believe the Yankees will be sitting some guys once we get into September. Dodgers might, but it kind of depends. Do they stretch this division lead from 9 to 15, or 
do the Padres come out strong out of the break, get this thing back down to four or five games, and at least make it a sweat? That's, that's to me, where you have to start here. Ben, does that same thing apply to the Astros then, too, possibly? I would say it actually applies to the Astros more than more? it does to okay. the Dodgers. I think it's, because, it's a good it's a good point yeah. to bring up if you, with right. a market like this for sure. Yeah, and you're right. And my yeah, my angle that is my angle would be strictly divisional, but also the number one seed, Jeff. That like that still does matter to the Yankees. I, so I, I think that's a fair point. As I well. think it actually like it's a good point that you bring up because it's going to be dependent not only on the Padres, it's going to be dependent on how, how what the NL East teams do too. Now it's a lot to ask Atlanta, who is eight back in the loss column, to make up. All that ground. It is also a lot to ask of the Mets in order to make up five in the loss column on the Dodgers. But if the Dodgers are fighting for the one seed, where again, it might actually it might not be a bad thing if you end up with the two in the NL instead of the one, because especially if the Mets and Braves continue to be the second and third best teams in the NL, you're going to have a significantly easier time in the DS in all likelihood against a 3-6 winner as opposed to an NL East mm-hmm. runner-up, potentially if you're the Dodgers, but you go get home field advantage. Of course you do. But for the Astros, the only thing that could make that interesting is, look, Seattle's on a 14-game winning streak to get within nine games they of the Astros. Nine. Yeah. So they're more than likely not catching the Yankees, even though, keep in mind here, the Yankees and the Astros play a doubleheader tomorrow in Houston. And if the Astros, right out of the gate, sweep the Yankees tomorrow, get that within two and a half, that four to one is not going to be there. That four to one is going to be gone. So if you think the Astros tomorrow have a big day against the Yankees in a doubleheader, where we currently know, we actually know the Astros starters are throwing Javier and Garcia in the doubleheader, you take a shot on Houston. Kind of surprised we're not seeing Verlander, by the way. Even though that would actually looks like be, well, be three days projected, left, so we're we're thinking Jamison Tyone and then Garrett Cole for the Yankees, but that's still waiting to get that. And Cole pitch pitch on uh, pitch on Sunday. Yeah, three days. Yeah, that's okay. what, that's what the screen that's that's what I've got in front of me. Fangraphs is stating that's what it would be for Garrett Cole. So I, I mean. I don't know. Would probably make sense to push him back. But also keep in mind, then Houston goes, that's a really, what a weird out of all-star break schedule because Houston has that and then they go straight to Seattle where they have to get swept by the Mariners because the Mariners aren't losing a game the rest of the year, Jeff. Correct. So that, wow, that's quite, well, the, that's again, quite the schedule. Again, this is because game. you have the Dodgers and Giants was originally scheduled from the get-go here, Ben. But because of the lockout, knocking out that first week of the season. That's right. These are the planned doubleheaders. You have the doubleheaders for the Yankees and the Strohs and the Tigers and the A's over under 400 people at game one of that doubleheader tomorrow in Oakland. Oh, that's a single admission doubleheader. Let's make it 1,400 for the two games for for that. (laughs) And and then Texas and Miami play a standalone game because they play a doubleheader later in the year. That's okay. I'm I'm just trying to do the – calculations in my head that that's that certainly makes a lot of sense it is it's a long, a long way of saying though Houston would be the only non-Yankee Dodger team you would play Jeff but I don't know Dodgers plus 180 does still does intrigue me because think about this too they go 60 and 30 like what was the narrative around the Yankees this whole first half it was that th- these guys were I mean they were they were looking like the 27 Yankees almost day in and day out it was just an absolute mash unit every single night what was the narrative on the Dodgers this whole first half Jeff it was they were kind of sleepwalking at times. They had stretches where they didn't look very engaged, and they got these great performances from Tony Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson. 
The pitching staff wasn't as strong as they may be perceived coming in. Clayton Kershaw was a little slow out of the gates. And yet they go 60-30 and 30 in a division that has not been bad by any means. It's not like they're beating up on – it's not like the NL Central where you've got the Reds, Cubs, and Pirates to beat up on every, every other series, essentially. I, I just wonder if the Dodgers have, still have a, another gear they can go into, as weird as that is to say, for a team who's won two-thirds of their game so far. And could the Yankees, like, have we started to see some of that inevitable regression where, yes, the Yankees are a very good team, but they're just not going to, they're not going to win games at 115 win pace all year. Come it's on, they happening. pay all the panic after split, losing a series to the Reds. All the panic now. I mean, again, it's... Is there too, is there too few games left for the Braves and Mets to be in the mix here? Like, could those two push each other the whole entire rest of the regular season and actually put themselves into the mix here? And, and I guess if the answer is yes, then obviously the only bet to make there would be the Braves, not the Mets, since the number is so much bigger. Yeah, I, I don't, I just, I don't see it. Just, yeah, you, you know I, I'm just going off adjusted win totals here, real quick, Kelly, to, to figure out yeah. this real quick. The, at DraftKings, Mets adjusted win total is 97 and a half, juice to the under. Atlanta's adjusted win total is 94 and a half. That actually might not be a bad over, actually, guys. And then the Dodgers are 103 and a half, juiced on the over. Okay. Yankees so, are 104. Based off those season win totals? And a half. Sorry. It ain't happening for the NL East teams. Yeah. I would tend to agree with that, that it's not going to happen I, I don't think for so, either I don't. of those NL East teams. I think, I think they both could very easily settle in in the high 90s, but the Dodgers are getting the one seed in the NL. So, the Dodgers, Yankees, or Astros, those are the only three bettable teams here in this market. Yeah, and the Yankees, 104.5. The in-season win total, Dodgers, 103.5. Is there one of those you would you would rather play over the other? I'd the, rather Do- take I'd rather take the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers over. got to 106 last year, didn't even win the division. Yeah, I'd rather have the Dodgers over. Dodgers going 107 and uh, and 55 would not shock me, and I know that would take a 47 and 25 second half, but I don't think that would be stunning at all. I mean, like we just talked about the strength of schedule. It's a bottom 10 strength of schedule rest of the way. I also thought it was funny too that ESPN on SportsCenter earlier had had just had this lower third. It said Seattle Mariners. Do not have to play the Astros the rest of the year after this weekend. And it was like, okay, congratulations. You still have a lot of baseball left. But again, the Mariners might never lose. They might never lose yet. What is that scheduling that your final series in I division think. is the first series out of the All-Star break? By the way, that's not even true. That's the not Astros, even true? Wow. Way they, to go. Outside of July. They have seven games left in July, and that's it. Mariners 86 and a half. Is that updated win total? What a, what a run. 14 straight. All right, we'll transition. Talk some college football with Tim Brando. He joins the show next year on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now till the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, plus premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. 11 more days. Jeffrey, that correlates to a dollar seventy-three per day. You, oh, you, you, lost fi- you lost another fifteen cents. Is that what it was? Fifteen cents. It was a dollar fifty-eight. Yeah, calls your line value, guys. Just cost you more every day. Yeah, the euro. The euro. Have you seen that? The euro now more uh, yes. more valuable than the dollar. Which uh, yeah. Matt Brown was here. That you would be reversed. Uh, reversed it. The U.S. Yeah, dollar is valuable yeah. than excuse the euro. Me, excuse me. Yes. No. Hey, don't dollar. worry, Ben. Yeah, Matt brought that up last week when they were equivalent. When they were equivalent, that's yeah. Right. And I'm pretty sure I got it wrong back then, where I was like, "Oh, the U.S. dollar is about to be." Well, oh, but it was—I had it wrong. So anyway, I was in shock when he said that last week. But I also don't keep up like with the you know the financial the, the, markets. I yeah, guess I mean like Matt Brown does. You know, he's very on top of these things. You're a busy man. Kelly. I'm a busy man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what silver and tin and gold are going for today. Okay, I'm not the guy to ask. Silver is it? Silver and tin, <laughs> tin, and gold? tin and gold. Yeah, you get know, all those. Come on, <laughs> you get all those. All those futures you got to look all at. All those, all those futures. Are, uh, we're gonna get into Tim Brando. We'll have him on uh, shortly here. But want to keep the MLB discussion going, Jeff, because we, we're talking about all these first half uh, potential props we can talk about here at the All Star break. The one that is very interesting that. I don't know how much love this really gets in the markets, but it's one that the books have up there. And I think you and I, we, we kind of think the same way where any of these markets that aren't necessarily bet into that heavily can potentially represent some value. So most strikeouts, MLB strikeout leader, Dylan Cease is your leader in the clubhouse right now with a buck 50 so far, 150 strikeouts for Dylan Cease, plus 275 to keep that going. Next up, the two guys who are behind him in the standings, Garrett Cole and Shane McClanahan. Cole is second on the odds board, three to one. McClanahan, five to one. 
Then it is Corbin Burns at 144. He's plus 450. And those are really your, your top four, Robbie Ray, Aaron Ola, the only two others who are in single digits, and then it starts uh, to fall off, Jeff. Do you, first off, do you believe in Cease keeping that, that pace going? I know you've been very up and down on Cease I in mean, the past. He, I but, mean, but he's what, significantly more consistent now than he was at any point. Oh, no, no I question. Mean, I mean, he and Lucas Giolito kind of had the same career path here, where their first full seasons in baseball, they're among the worst pitchers in baseball, and then by year three, they're – Striking out the world, and that's exactly what has happened with Cease here in 2022. In the end here, Ben, the only one that is worth a bet is Burns to me because there are concerns about McClanahan's inning mm-hmm. yeah. limits, which will appear at some point. And I know Burns won the Cy Young with the least amount of innings that we can basically ever for a starting pitcher in a non-shortened season – but Burns, I have a feeling that the Brewers are going to have to push him a little bit more than they would like this year in order to win the a, to win the, the National League Central. They hold on off from the Cardinals. So I think plus 450 on Burns is pretty good. No one else down the board really interests me. I think everyone else is just a little bit too far behind at this point. Right. When you start looking at, I mean, a guy who has incredible strikeout per nine numbers, Shohei Otani, but he's I mean, 27 full strikeouts behind. And it also, like, the, the second part of the handicap is, is what you pointed out, Jeff. You have to figure out which guys will be pushed the whole way. And let's keep in mind, too, for Burns last year, only, only started 28 games, but that was largely because he had never thrown more than 60 innings in a major league season, and they were pretty cautious. So I want, you know, for some of these guys who, like a Burns through 167 last year, struck out 234, by the way, in, in those 167 innings, you would have to think that calculus gets pushed pretty, pretty heavily. And he's a guy who's at 113 and two-thirds already. He's made 18 starts in the first half. He's been remarkably consistent and been remarkably healthy, too, for the lack of general experience he had coming in and for a lockout, to, you know, shortened build-up to the year, Jeff. So it's definitely one I'd look at, a guy who's striking out 11.5 per nine right now. 214 ERA, 268X ERA, so you don't expect a whole lot of regression either for him. But you're not even really having to handicap whether guys will fall back to the pack as far as their overall numbers, right? It's just as long as the swing and miss stuff is still there, like they're going to rack up strikeouts. I mean, Cease is walking over four per nine. And I would have to think those numbers come back to earth in general. But does that really impact the strikeouts? I don't, I don't know. This, the, he's putting up swing and miss numbers at a, as we're seeing here, a league-leading rate. I mean, so. he is the highest K per nine for starters by a whole strikeout over Garrett Cole at this point. He has not bad. more strikeouts than Garrett Cole in, a, in nine less innings. So what Cease has yeah. done this year is, again, it was kind of crazy that Dylan Cease wasn't an all-star this year. But, he I, look, I, he's the rightful favorite. But, but in the end here, I really do think you're going to end up with Corbin Burns. That would be the only guy I would look to bet more than anything here at plus 450. Aaron Nola's, I mean, under 10 strikeouts per nine, so it's a little bit tough. But it's another guy who you would – it's another guy who you would expect. Like, they would, they're going to run pretty hard. I mean, he went 181 innings last year. He's gone over 200 a couple different times in his career, Jeff. He's at 127 right now through 19 starts. Just, again, and if I'm looking at this just solely based on volume, 13 back to me is not something that is an insurmountable type deficit. 9-1, to one, I mean, I could see it. The issue is his strikeout numbers, these are the lowest it's, they've been since 2018. So his numbers have – it's funny for Nola. His numbers have still been really good. He's just doing it – he's getting a lot 
a lot more weak contact, Jeff. He's not getting a lot of swing and misses. So that's one that intrigues me, but not one I'm, I'm willing to take a bet on. Yeah, no, look, again, there, there are a lot of guys on this list that are just, for me, too far behind. Like, I would love to make a bet on Sandy Alcantara because I know Sandy Alcantara is going to pitch into the eighth or ninth, going to pitch into the seventh and eighth inning most of the games. But 27 is a lot to make up at this point. And he has too many guys to hop. He's got to hop Rodon. Mm-hmm. He's got to hop Ray. Got to hop Noah. And then obviously Cole and Burns and are, are really the two big guys that when you're 21 behind Burns and 24 behind Cole, that's just too much to make up at this point. It's just so wild too for the the fact that Cease has given the White Sox like what he's given them, and they still find themselves in this position. That that is it, it's been a the most amazing part of this White Sox season to me, Jeff, because you have. Like Lance Lynn comes off a near Cy Young season who's been horrible, ERA well over five, and is like you, you kind of expected that. Had some regression numbers last year that never really manifested. Lynn was slow out of the gates this year anyway with injury. And then you know, Lucas Giolito hasn't been necessarily the, the same type of pitcher that we've seen in the past. You look at his, you know, you look at his latest numbers and he's, you know, he's whittled the ERA down to a little bit, a little bit under five, but that's not, not what you really expect out of Giolito. So like, if I were to have told you back in April, Jeff, that we'd be having this conversation and that Dylan Cease would be the one guy kind of keeping, and to an extent, Johnny Cueto, who's not been bad at all for the White Sox, like those two guys, plus some Michael Kopech when he's healthy, the fact that those guys are keeping the White Sox at least at least in the race is the most ridiculous part of what has been a very odd season for them in general. Well, and also, too, I mean, not only that, Ben, but the fact that the White Sox have been mediocre as a whole, and hey, look, there are plenty of injuries. I am I'm not quite as bullish on you if they as you are, as if they fire Larusa. Like I think if they f- were to fire Tony, you'd be in a scenario where all right, they're win the division. I don't know if they'd be able to win a playoff series against Houston. I think that'd be a tall order to ask them to to win a best of five with Houston, and that's assuming that they actually beat whoever they drew in a wild card series. So right. it would be a lot to ask, regardless of who manages that team. But look, it's this to me is more now that you're at the Twins at fifty and forty four. Ben, they had an opportunity to really put a hammer down this past weekend. and didn't do it. Did not do it. This is more to do with the teams around them not taking full advantage. We see this a lot in baseball where the team that's projected to be good gets off to a really sluggish 100 games or 92 games right now the White Sox are. And the teams around them are like, well, could have had an eight-game lead with 62 to go. Instead, you have a four-game lead. What usually happens? The good team, the talented team that we expected to be good, finds themselves with enough games left, overtakes and ends up winning the division comfortably. Yeah. That could very easily happen here with the White Sox. If the Twins, though, somehow win that Central, is and we all we talk about this all the time in the in the betting world. You don't you know you don't want to bet teams. You want to bet the numbers, but in practice, that's an impossible thing to do. It's not really realistic. It's not how we actually bet. If the Twins win that division, is that the, I mean whoever the opponent is, it just is, is an a auto bet, fire? assuming you're not laying a big price. Absolutely, <laughs> is it just auto? knowing okay. look, I mean the Minnesota, most the most tortured. I mean, I has not the whole, not the most tortured like sports city out there, but I, the most tortured pretty, single franchise. I mean, the, the city as a whole is pretty tortured been, at this not point. Been great. It's not been so. Great. I, look, I if the Twins win the Central and the three seed, and they draw, I mean, if they draw Seattle, that is an automatic, even against a team that has never been in that situation before with the Mariners. But if they draw Tampa or Toronto. 
Toronto will be a favorite on the road in that series if that's the case. And if it's yeah. Tampa, Tampa will be underpriced. Even though Tampa, I, you know, it doesn't matter if it's any of those wild card teams I just mentioned, and they're playing a three-game series in Minnesota. I would say the six seed would be favored in that spot, assuming it's one of Toronto, Tampa, or Seattle. What if it's the Orioles? Uh, I would say we bet the Orioles. <laughs> That's all I'll say. 15 to 1. Yours. 500 right now. We are going to catch up with Tim Brando coming back right after this. So we've, we've delayed it a little bit. But Tim will join us on the other side as we roll in to hour number two, talking some college football here on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.